Ashley. And this is Aaron. Put <laughs> these notes. Aaron, look. Keep it going. Okay. <laughs> we get this Hey guys, welcome back to this week's mini-sode of A Perspective. I'm Ashley. And I'm Aaron. And welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us another week. We appreciate it as always. And before we start the mini-sode, I am going to let Aaron do what he does best. And that is tell y'all what a mini-sode is. A mini-sode is a smaller version of our full-length episode. We just take some time and dig a little deeper in one part of it. And so we try to keep it at 20 minutes or less. We're going to modify that in the new year, in year two, and say 25 minutes or less. And that is a mini-sode. And that is a mini-sode. Okay, so what kind of mini-sode are we doing today? Five questions. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So yes, I yes. love five questions. For a mini so twenty five episode fifty one, we decided that we 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 do it like we do, like we kick off our show with five questions. So they range from funny to sad to thought provoking. We try to ask them in interesting ways uh, as a way for you all to get to know us, but also just as a way for us to continue to get to know each other. So, are you ready? I'm ready. <sighs> I'm all, all right. in the mic. It's gonna be loud. <laughs> Oh, yes. Let's go. Ready. Question one. Would you be a side chick for $3,000 a month? I don't even need time to think about that. Yes. Because I've been a side chick for quote unquote love. And that (laughs) didn't do shit for me (laughs) later on down the road. So $3,000. Yes. I mean, if I wasn't married. Let me put that disclaimer in there. If I was not married. Sure. I'd be saving and, you know, getting hmm. Hmm. Well, see, I'd yeah. say yes, whether I was married or not, because I think what? <laughs> that not all side chicks are created equal. Meaning, okay, okay, what one may do, another may a, a, another may not have to. And so, I think depending on the circumstances of my life, if that were to be something that I was saying yes to, there would just have to be some parameters put in place. So, I agree with you. Yes, I no, would. I get that. Even though three yeah. K really yeah. ain't a lot, but I would still do it. I mean, but 3K, 3K extra a month. I, I mean, I was about to say extra. coming in a month. Come on now. Come, yes, that's listen. I get it. And let's say, I, I mean, because if you already doing what you're doing with with your regular income, that 3K should be all savings right there. Like, what the fuck? Yes. See, and if okay. you married, that's what you could be to make sure that you and your 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 main is is doing good. That we take good care. Okay, Robin, you heard that. Okay. Come on now, think about it. If you was getting three k a month now, your wedding, your wedding, your anniversary would be paid for. You wouldn't even be. See, that's what y'all need to be trying to do for the next few months. Listen, Fine, yeah, l- listen. Somebody that's willing to date a couple. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, they live on Craigslist somewhere. I bet. Anyway, question two. They can stay there. <laughs> 
Uh-huh. Is it easier to forgive your sexual relationships versus your platonic ones? Like when things are going wrong, is it e- when they when they make you mad, upset, one way or the other, is it easier uh, to forgive okay. the ones that you're sleeping with versus the ones that you're not? Your friends versus your Ooh, lovers? I don't know. That's, uh, I feel like that's a little bit of a complicated question, but I think there are a lot of details that I need. I would say in the, gosh, for me... I mean, depending on who the who this depending on who the sexual partner is, like and what kind of history or relationship that we have, I think it would be easier for me to forgive. I'm gonna say forgive my friends, like I said, because it depends on who the sexual partner is. But if we're talking about like, I don't, and then it depends on what they did. I don't know, because I'm thinking about Robin, and you know, that's where my mind goes to. But I would hope that it's easier to forgive your. Nah, let me not say that. I don't know. <laughs> you know, because I mean, I'm really thinking about times that, you know, friends them piss me off. Like, it depends on what they did. And then we'll go from there. So, I'm, I guess my answer is going to be, I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll say it's easier to, you know what, sometimes <laughs> I'll say it's, it, okay. I'm sorry, y'all, I'm rambling. Because I'm thinking this out, you know, I, this is just coming to me. But I'm going to say... I think it's easier to forgive my friends because there is a certain level of uh, trust and respect and all of that good stuff that I like to have with my partner or the sexual partner that I have. So, yeah, I I know it would be easier to forgive my friends because sometimes even when they piss me off, I'd be like, you know, at the end of the day, I ain't got to live with y'all asses. Like, I ain't got to, you know, I ain't got to sleep with y'all. Like, I think that a lot. And especially if if my sexual partner is just somebody I don't give a fuck about, like, if, I mean, like, I can cut them off before I cut my friends off. You know, I don't know. It's just a lot of variables to that. But yeah, so I'm gonna go with friends. That's yeah, I probably it. Don't believe that statement, but okay, that's the, that's your answer. Ah! I answer that. I'm gonna answer this in two ways. I, I think, mean, no, I think it's. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. No, I'm saying I think yeah, like I will forgive my friend. I guess forgive my friends before I forgive a partner. I don't know. I don't know. Go ahead. What you were saying. <laughs> Before I go, I just, the reason why I said that, and it was part joke, is because I can envision you having a disagreement with, you know what, I'll take that back. Because maybe your answer is your answer, one. I can't take away from that. But I think the direction from which I was thinking about doesn't take into account whether one is harder or or easier than the other. That doesn't mean that at the end of it, at the end of the day, you're going to forgive them both. One just may take longer than the other to forgive. And I wasn't thinking about it in that way when I was first answering the question. When I was first making that statement, I'm thinking that you either forgive one and you don't forgive the other, right? Like definitive endings and sort of re-beginning, whatever. Anyway, I'm still not saying that right. But if you look at it from the perspective of at the end of the day, you're going to forgive them both. Which one just takes longer to forgive than the other, then... That could be a true statement, right? Depending on the right. issue and what, what it is. The devil's in the details. Yes. There My is. answer is, I think that society uh, as a whole has constructed a narrative that makes it easier or harder to harder to forgive the one you're sleeping with, but the desire to want to forgive them easier is there. Whereas mm, come through, Brother Jones. Friends, come on, Brother Jones. <laughs> whereas with your platonic relationships, your friends, you're either A easier to forgive, or maybe I'll make that B. A is you're easier to say, like, fuck them. Like we're not sleeping together. Like 
And so I think that's been the general so narrative that has been created, like in the mm-hmm. in the in the world, whether we all agree to that or not. I've seen, you know, we see that played out in in many different forms of entertainment. Right. For me, I think it's the opposite. Whereas I would find it easier to forgive my friends, right, my bros. The, my platonic relationships one because there's just a desire to not want to be in that space with them and so i'm immediate so i'm not right so i because i don't yeah. want to be in that sort of space that sort of energy like i don't want i that. really hate that yes you um, know what that's a that's a topic i'm sorry i'm not trying no, to cut that is a whole topic for another episode or even a mini so like what it's like to be in that space with your friends when y'all are on the out it's not fun. And we can multi-layer that when what is it like to be when you're when you're when it's a group three or more friends and one of and two of them are being, oh god them, like what listen, is, listen all topic but that makes but that just takes me back to like I'm 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 quicker to want to get to a resolution because I I have probably as much as I could and I'd like to think that I'm thinking this way right there may be exceptions to the rules that someone can pinpoint but I'd like to think that I'm even trying to avoid even getting to that spot that place before it even happens. And so if it does happen to, if we do happen to land into this awkward, tension-filled, angry-filled, whatever, discourse, I, because I was trying to avoid it and it happened, I'm already trying to figure out how do we get to the resolution, right? And right. sometimes that's sooner than later. Versus, I think, with someone that I would be in a romantic relationship with, like, ugh, this day and age, whatever, it is what it is. And it's not because I value them less. I'd like to think that it's because... The amount of uh, time that has gone by in which we could have built and created something just doesn't exist mm-hmm. to the level that it does with the ones that I consider my friends, right? Which are the ones that I consider family. And so it's easier to oh. disconnect from that. But also, we all know that I'm a bros before a hoes person anyway, so... Yes, you are. Whatever. But that could change too, right? Like, that could be something that... Anyway, mm-hmm. that's where I'm at. Wait, you find that? hmm Okay. <laughs> ah! Okay. But we have to we have to mark that mini that that thing you whatever you said remember it so we can bring I'll it back for discussion I'll make later. A note. <laughs> I'll make a note. All right, question three. Talk about a viewpoint that you once had that you no longer have. What is it, and what do you think has changed? Talk about a viewpoint that I used to have that I no longer have. Yeah. So, what is something um, that you believe? Something that you stood by? Something that you thought? at one point in your life and over time that that no longer is the case right like what was that thing and what do you think caused it the change other than time or maybe time is the answer anyway what do you think caused it to change huh um can you go first let me think let me think about it do you have an answer i have two actually okay so my first one is the importance of sex I think there was a time, and we won't necessarily get yes. into the, the time span, how long ago, and how long the shift was. But as as Ashley's noise has alluded to, there was a time in which I was a staunch advocate or proponent for the idea that sex did not make or break a relationship. And so if you weren't in a vigorous sexual relationship with the person that you were with, then you could still have a thriving relationship because there were other things that were more important. I don't believe that today, although there are elements from that that I still stand by and still see being true. On the other hand, or and, I do think that there is a level of importance, right? That there is some significance that sex holds in a relationship that can make or break the relationship. And especially Mm -hmm. if you are dating someone or if you yourself are 
have a sexual, a healthy sexual appetite or even an overly <laughs> sexual, or if you're overly sexual, right? Like then the amount of intimacy. <laughs> well, I mean, that's defined to each its own. I'm just, I'm just throwing yeah, that term just, out yeah, there. I'm, so however you, whoever's okay. listening can, however they deem that. <laughs> Relate. Okay. Right. So th- that's one. And then the other thing quickly is, what did I write down? I wrote down the idea of relationships. I think there was a time and we'll just say well, there was a time in college probably where I viewed where my views on relationships were impacted by those around me. And that is to say that those around me were striving to be in monogamous relationships, were striving to be in a boyfriend girlfriend situation, right? And I think that seeing that around me, we are a part of our environment, right? Like made me think that that is something that I should be striving for. And so regardless of what the situation was, the narrative, how I was feeling, this is hindsight is twenty twenty. I mean, some of it is, I can tell you what I was feeling in the moment. But anyway, it's to say that mm-hmm. in those moments where I possibly should have not even been considering like dealing with that person, let alone like committing to them, I was doing that. And I think that the relationships that I saw around me played a part in that. Whereas today... There are people that were, you know, there are, everyone around me is getting married left and right. And I feel no pressure to get married. I feel no pressure to be in a committed monogamous relationship, right? I feel no pressure to be in a relationship. And I think that the, and, and I've seen that shift and have recognized that in a way that makes me feel more comfortable, feel more open to discussing it. It's less about being comfortable or not, but just feel more open to discussing it. Yes. So those are two things that I think have shifted over time. What about you? Okay, um, so for me, I think mine is also in, <clears throat> excuse me, how I view relationships, but I think more so to the extent of what I'm supposed to get out of or what reality is of what you're getting out of a relationship. Um, and I think at one point I was really selfish in my thoughts when I was in relationships and thinking that pretty much somebody was supposed to do everything that I wanted them to do or or that I, yeah, that I felt like I wanted, but without me giving, without me putting in the work to actually get treated the way that I wanted to be treated, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in these days now that I see that, I mean, a relationship is definitely, it definitely takes at least a minimum of two people. I don't know about everybody's relationships and what y'all throuples and whatever. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> but like a minimum of two people. Um, that are actually working together toward the common goal and something that you say and understanding that, you know, we may take different paths to get there, but we are working toward the same thing. And also in, in, in relationships, it doesn't always have to be like the same journey to get there. You know, that I don't necessarily have to be like doing everything that my partner does and my partner doesn't have to do everything that I'm doing in order for us to still be great, pretty much. Um, so I think that's something I can say with me with relationships that have just my my view on it. And also, I'm sorry, I'm just going to add this on because I'm, I'm still thinking as I'm talking, but realizing that you shouldn't look for happiness in a, in a relationship. Uh, I think that was a big thing for me that I'm just, you know, just maybe now learning about myself or starting to learn about myself is that I was looking for a certain feeling or happiness or a certain type of love from people when really just should have been looking for it from myself you know I have to be able to make myself happy and love myself in order for someone else to give me that feeling that I'm looking for so that's something that I you know just then 
Huh? Can you expand on that last part a little more? When you say you were looking for in someone else, like what particular were you looking for? I, I mean, just the feeling, whatever, like, just somebody, just just for somebody to give me that feeling. Like I think it's um, it's, it's the same as uh, what's that? What's that? Like endorf, like your when your endorphins are high, you know, and you just have this feeling, uh, you know. And I thought I just needed that feeling. Um, from people or that people were supposed the people that I were with were supposed to give me that feeling but really it's a feeling that I have to give myself like I mean I can't describe the feeling for you it's something that I I mean yeah. I feel or my excitement or whatever um, when I'm with a certain person or whatever the case may be or what that person was giving me but then I just had to realize that you know I mean I okay. have to give myself that I have to I have to find that within myself and then what I can find in this person that'll give me that feeling versus looking toward all these different people to get a get that feeling. Okay, I get yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, so two questions, mm -hmm. and I'm going to make that, and then I'm going to answer. Okay. Do you ha did you ever find regardless of whether it lasted or how long did you ever find that feeling or get that feeling from someone else? And then two, did you ever find? Do you know what that feeling is like coming from yourself? Yes, I got that feeling. Um, I feel like I've gotten it like multiple times now. But the feeling is, I, I guess from the yourself best or from way. Else? I can, oh yes, I've gotten it from someone else. But now I I know what it is that I mean, and it's I'm, if I'm being honest, it's just something to like feed my ego, and I can feed my own ego. You know, like I don't need anybody to say something or do something to boost my ego. Even though yes, it feels great if we're just being honest, you know. But mm -hmm. um, but yeah, when you can boost your own ego, when you can look in the mirror and give yourself that confidence, so when you can you know have your own. Um, affirmations and give yourself that feeling. Yes. Okay. okay. Found it in me. So, yeah. That's what therapy <sighs> does, people. Ooh, hey. Go. Okay. <laughs> yes. Question four. So think about a moment in your life or think about someone else's life when you were observing them on their grind, on their hustle, right? Like focused on achieving a goal whatever that may be but mm -hmm. focus on achieving their goal right and okay. specifically like think about yourself because the question is where did sex like rank during that time like how important was it to you during that moment of your life so wait i'm sorry you said think of someone else when they were on their grind well i'm saying if you can't think of yourself right like think about but truly like think about a moment in your life the question really is like think about a moment in your life right when you were focused on achieving something whether it was graduating college whether it was passing a test whether it was trying to get a job like think about a moment when you were on your grind right and not just something and maybe if we're going to say just think of beyond the surface right like not something that was just a one off but like a continual grind like think about a moment where you were focused right when think about a moment yeah think about a moment when you were focused on whatever how important was sex to you during that time like where did sex rank in terms of importance when you were in that sort of mindset huh. i would say it didn't necessarily have a rank it kind of like just got in there where it fit in um but it was it was still important enough to me because sex is important to me to make sure it was still happening in my life when i needed it like not just I mean, I feel like there's a good balance or I can create a balance to still grind and grind pretty much. <laughs> like I can, you know, I have, I can multitask um, and sex shouldn't take, I mean, it shouldn't take me away. Like if I'm in the middle of actually doing something, like let's say for school and I'm in doing a, a project, I'm not going to stop what I'm doing to go have sex, but I will see if they're available after I'm done or, you know, on an, a, another day. Like, yeah, it doesn't stop. It, 
sex has never stopped a show for me. And I've never stopped a show for sex. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, you know, it gets, it gets in where it fits in. But I was fine, you know. I made it. So it's it's kind of important, but not that important during those No, sex moments. is very important to me. But during that moment, I mean, my my focus is always what's most important. But I'm just the type of person that I feel like I can still, if I, you know, I can still work that in. Like, there shouldn't be a reason. To me, there's, I mean, and it also depends on what you're doing. Like, what you're grinding for, what you're trying to achieve. Like, how much of it, how much of your time does it take? Like, you can't, I mean, I'm not the type of person that put all of, I mean, everything into it where I don't have any time for myself, you know? And to me, sex is a very healthy thing for you mentally and physically. So, to me, that's self-love. Like, me having sex is self-love. I need to... I know when I get frustrated and when I when I know it's just something that sex can take care of. Like, that's a real thing for me. Right. You just got to know yourself and, and make that time for yourself. It's the same way that I would still make the time to go get my nails done in the middle of a grind because I know it's something that I need to get done. It's, I know it's something that it doesn't, it doesn't look good. It doesn't feel good when my hands look messy. So, yeah, sex is right there. Well, that last part. Well, nails. that last <laughs> That is <laughs> real. That last part that you were speaking of is what what I what those thoughts were what prompted me to ask this question and I'll and I'll mm-hmm. for a broader sort of audience to grasp what I'm saying think about a movie or a TV show or if you read a book where someone is focused on something, achieving something. They can't be distracted, right? Because they don't want to not be able to reach X. And either it's a a blast from the past or it's a a moment of frustration or it's an intentional moment where, actually, I'll speak to the intentional moment where those pause from whatever they're doing specifically to have sex. Why do they pause? Because that because sex for them helps to release uh, release them of whatever b- b- bent up mm-hmm. b- built up stress, stress that they've done, or yeah. it helps them to clear their mind so they can get back to the work. Right? Like it's not okay. it's important to them in the in the context of it helps them to be a better person in trying to reach their goal. Right? So it's important, but it's not. But it's important. It's only important because it helps them. It contributes to the work that they're doing. Or right. Those people that are focused on their grind and they, for them, sex in that season happens because, not force, but for them it happens when, you know, uh, you know you're doing something, you're focused, and I'm just going to give like a, a an example of like someone comes to bring you some food, right? And so they're like, eat, make sure you eat, make sure that you eat. And in the context of you like actually stopping to breathe and eat, you start talking to them for a little bit. And then next thing you know, you all are making googly eyes at each other. Next thing you know, you're having sex, right? Like it's, it's not, it wasn't intentional, but the outcome is obviously beneficial to what it is that's happening, but it's more so an unintentional like situation that causes it in the context of you being focused. So... That's just anyway what made me want to ask the question because I'm always curious as to how people who are focused on achieving a goal and when we were just talking earlier about Megan Thee Stallion and you know, her on The Breakfast Club, which obviously to me, not just that interview, but speaks to the sort of grind and focus she has been on over the X amount of years or months in, in order to achieve something, right? And it's a continual grind. When people, when the question was posed to her, I don't know if it was on The Breakfast Club or if it was, it was on uh, Ebro on The Morning Show where they asked her about, you know, was she dating and sex and all of those things? And she said, you know, not right now. And so it just made me wonder, like, how important is that when you are focused, when you are that focused on getting somewhere? And so I know there are different ways in which sex can play an important role, and specifically, as you were saying, talking about health. 
but is mm-hmm. you know but are you intentional about making sure that you're <laughs> busting that nut or is it happening like when it happens so hmm. it, was <sighs> that your answer like was somewhere in there your answer because i still haven't oh. heard your answer oh okay Man, i thought i could skirt past that <laughs> i'm listening that, <sighs> i don't know how important it is to be honest i think that in some ways sex can be a distraction from the from your it can take away from you being focused right like i think a part of me sees when you are hitting the ground running, trying to build to something, regardless of where you're at in, in terms of progress, the fact that you're moving forward is saying something. You're building, you have momentum, and to stop and for a sexual release, to me, sort of slows you down. Doesn't necessarily, it can put a halt on the momentum that you've been building up, right? That you've been building. And so I don't know how I think about it in terms of importance, right? Like, I'm one of those people that likes to do what I got to do and keep doing what I got to do until I get there, right? Rest in the rest in the rest at the end, not in the middle. And to me, the sex part could be considered resting, whether that's helpful or not for some. To me, if I think sex that is considered resting, <laughs> in the context of what we're talking There's about, the like the grind, the goal, the movement. Oh, right? I get. So. Oh, I get what you're trying to say, but still. Question okay. five. Yep. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> This is question five is just bear with me here. Okay. What does it mean for you to listen to yourself? What does it mean for you to trust the way that you are doing things? And especially when you are in a group setting or a group decision has to be made. How do you not make decisions that are just for the sake of going against someone else, but that is actually you believing in you and the thoughts that you have is in your contribution to that? Uh, I mean, I think at first thought for me, it's just, I mean, trusting that gut feeling that you get and making the determination of why you're choosing, I guess, to go left when the rest of the group is going right. You know, is there something that doesn't feel right about this to you? Like, are you doing it? You know, like you said, are you doing it to go against someone or are you doing it like for your, your own safety, your own peace, your own like you know, just comfort, you know, sometimes it's like that where you do have to go against the grain. Um, and listening to your, I, I think listening to yourself is just, it's just having that rational moment of, you know, silence with just you and yourself and talking it out and making sure like you're pretty much coming to the best conclusion or decision for you and knowing, and then feeling, uh, uh, and then feeling comfortable with it. And continuing to execute your decision. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I've been. That's that's I think it's that part, that last part that I'm like, huh, question mark on is being comfortable with your decision. Right. Like listening to your gut, as you said, it's how do you know that it's your gut? I think I think that's the question that I pose, not necessarily for an answer, but that's the question that I pose is how do you know that you're listening to your gut? Right. Like when do you trust yourself and how do you know? That it's you trusting yourself versus you being combative in a situation, even if it's unintentional, right? Even if it's at a, at a one and not a ten, but you just mm-hmm. uh, coming up with an opposite viewpoint or a decision or a thought because you're being combative versus like, no, this is like I'm trusting myself. I'm believe like what it is that we're discussing or the answer that we're trying to get to the thoughts that are bubbling up in me are truly from me of me and how I think best gets us to that conclusion. And I want to be able to share that. Like, I think it's sometimes at least from my perspective is harder 
or it's not, I won't say hard, it's not as easy or comes as natural to to do that in real time. And so how is it that you're not always having to have a hindsight is 2020 reflect and then say I'm going to do better next time right like what are the skills or the things that you need the tools that you need to have in your toolbox to be able to listen to yourself trust yourself and make a decision based on like a foundation of you not saying that you don't take that you don't take into consideration others when coming to a conclusion but that you are able to as much as it's applicable and right start with yourself uh, how do you like in real time be able to distinguish that do that and and know that it's that that's where I just have questions. Yeah, no, I get that. I mean, sometimes it's hard. And I think it, you know, it definitely, it can be more difficult, like in um, work settings or even sometimes like the the group, like friend settings, you know, there are different uh, situations. Or I wonder how it is for you. you Or how is it for you that you're, sorry, let me cut you off. But like, how is it like, even for you, like as someone who is in a 365, 366, you know, mayor, like, you know, committed Ooh. relationship where you have to, where, as you say, compromise is like, I was just about to say, key. You, like you said that, like, it's key. Like, how do you make sure that even in compromising that you're not compromising yourself? Or is it that in relationships like that, I'm, I'm just, and I'm bringing that up because maybe it's easier to, to think about it in that way, not just for you, but maybe those that are listening, like to think about mm-hmm. compromise and being able to that challenge of thinking about yourself versus like considering others in a way that may take away from you, right? Like, is that a necessary evil in that type of situation? I don't know, but <sighs> you know, I, I'm a, you know, and with you, exp- <laughs> no, with you explaining it, it's almost like I. To me, that just goes to show that you do care about, you know, the people's feelings or whatever, because it's a, you know, it's an internal, it's an internal battle with you just to, you know, listen to yourself versus going against the grain, you know, with the the people in that actual group setting. You know, does that make sense what I'm saying? I don't know. Yes. I'm Mm -hmm. just trying to make you feel better. (laughs) 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 No, but yeah, that's, you know, I meant that. But yeah, man, I mean, it's tough. But see, that's so. the internal struggle, though. Even in what you're saying, even in that, though, right? Like, considering someone, even though you say you're considering other people and considering yourself or whatever, by even just thinking that, ultimately, if you choose them over, over yourself, are you, and I'm just, even though it may not be as direct or as blunt as that, right? Like, the, the decision that you make that takes into account someone else or some other entity first versus yourself and ultimately, the end result takes away from like your gut yeah, and how you feel, or how okay. you think what you think is the right decision, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, how does that help you? How does that make you a better person? Like, what does like ultimately you're the one that's left with? Although, yes, how all all you're considering someone else, but you're also continuously bearing <laughs> the brunt of of the outcome, right? Like the the negative, the downside, the part where you're like, at what point do you start to build up the muscle that says, the muscle that uh, speaks to your confidence as an individual to trust in yourself, right? Like, what is the balance with that? Or, I don't know, whatever. Or maybe you're making a compromise and say, you know what? This time I listened to Ashley and we chose her route, but next time I'm going to make sure that I trust my gut because that was a learning lesson. And if there's any pushback, I'm going to make sure that my point is, I'm going to do what what I need to do for me to make sure that I feel better and that I don't feel like this again. I mean, that could be a compromise right there. I mean, it can. I just think even that takes work, right? Like to know that you, I mean, to yeah. know that to, to one, be able to accept that you make those types of decisions and to be able to say that for the betterment of myself or the betterment of this person, because you can be clearly leaning one way or the other, right? But to say that you want to find the balance to me takes a level of like consciousness and awareness 
and commitment to change that may not be as like tangible or accessible, right, as we think. I don't know. And so you even have to get to that space, which is a part of like even why I enjoy like these conversations, because I think hearing the different perspectives, not just from you, but even the feedback that we get from other people challenges me to because we don't hear it like right off the bat, right? Challenges me later on to come back and reflect on something that then adds another layer of like solidification one way or the other. Like how do we, so that to me is an answer to the question. It's like you have to continuously put yourself in situations that challenge you, but also make you land somewhere, at least for the moment to be able to apply it, um, Mm. whether it changes or not. So just being able to also be able to, so it's bouncing ideas off of or situations or answers or conclusions, right? Anyway, that's just what I was thinking about. Okay. All right. And well, that, is that concludes. Is that, okay. <laughs> and that is five questions. And that is five questions, guys. Thank you so much for joining us another week. We appreciate it as always. Thank this you. was fun. Yes, I love five questions. It's always some good, you know, just some really good. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some, good, some good kikis and some good. Mm, some good mm. kikis. Yeah. Some good. Yes. Very good, uh, thoughtful moments. So, yes. So, guys, uh, if you enjoyed today's mini-sode and the five questions that Aaron asked, or if you have any responses that you would like to share, please reach out to us. Let us know. You can find us on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore. You can email us at a perspective, no E at the end, at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, A Perspective with Aaron and Ashley. And to make sure that you tell five people okay. and tell them to tell five people as well. We genuinely appreciate the support that you continue to give us and want to say thank you. And so it's because of you telling five people and telling five people as well that our audience continues to to flourish. I mean, along with the fact that we put out some dope content. Um, yeah. But you share that dope content. Yes. So <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah. Tell five people and tell them to tell five people. And, I th- you know, I thought you were going to say something about how professional I sounded when I did my plug, but that's okay. I'm just going to let that go. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yes, guys. As always, we hope you have a great week. And remember, if you change your perspective, you can change your outcome. A Bye. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. Mm-hmm.